Hello, SDG Talks community. Kevin Sofen here with your mini-series from the Unleashed 2022 Innovation Labs in Mysore, India. A lot of these interviews occurred during the mornings in the eating hall. You will also notice my voice getting progressively worse as the week went on, so please excuse the not-so-perfect audio. There are many fascinating conversations here with brilliant people covering all the sustainable development goals, and I'm excited to hear your feedback and questions from the content. A special shout out to the Unleash Secretariat, Comonix, HCL, Infosys, and the countless other partners that made this incredible event happen. Now enjoy the content and keep on SDG talking. Sitting here at Unleash India alongside Fleming Bessenbacher, the chairman here of Unleash. Fleming, how you doing? Pretty good. Having a great time here in India. Yeah, you having fun? Absolutely. It's really special to see when you plan for something so much and then it just, the plan comes together. Sure. As you know, I mean, I was here uh, in late February 2000 and uh, visited Delhi, visited down here. And uh, I previously met with Nandan, the founder of Infosys down in the World Economic Forum, he invited me to come here. And, you know, I left, I think, the last day in February with the hope to come back in November 2000. And then, and then, then came happened? Corona. <laughs> Everything was closed down. We had to redevelop on lease arranged a lot of digital hacks but now finally being here after nearly three years is amazing and I mean you are here yourself you see yeah. this fantastic campus here with Infosys other great partners here Chemonix of course running a lot of the plus track here HCL but I must say sort of the support from the Infosys team here is just outstanding and amazing and I mean one of the most beautiful campus I've ever been at. So that's really grateful for that. I've never seen anything like it. And okay. it's really been a special experience. And Absolutely. I know each Unleashed experience is unique and wonderful sure, in its own sure. way. And my experience from China was wonderful. But I think the camaraderie and kind of being on campus, almost feeling like we're back in university. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, exactly. It's a special exactly. magic. Sure, sure. And you can walk around here. Excellent food, excellent surroundings. Uh, people are sitting outside in the fields here with what is it, 25 degree and sunshine. And uh, in Denmark right now, there's snowstorms. So... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much amazing. And again, well, what really excites me every time is this excitement from these once out talents coming from more than 100 different countries, right? Being here, I meet people, you know, I mean, this is an opportunity in my lifetime and living in a small village in Africa. I've never been up in a plane before. And suddenly I got the chance to come to Unleash here, coming with their great ideas, having here the possibility to unleash these ideas with the help of facilitators, experts and so forth. And look very much forward to Friday and Saturday, where they first of all would pitch the ideas for the judges and the final closing ceremony. Um, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. And when you get all these people together, it's amazing the magic in the room sure, and what sure, it sure. ultimately creates. So. And all, you know, I mean, the idea really back in 2016, when I all got the idea to start this on Lisa was really mean. I, I felt both as being university professor, but also being chairman of Carlsberg, right? Seeing many people coming to me with ideas and then I say, well, this idea was killed because the bureaucracy and the management didn't really listen to me and so forth here. And certainly yeah, they have a chance to get help, of course, work together with other people, but also with extreme help for facilitators, experts and so forth, trying to unleash their idea because I'm, I'm fully confident that the 17 SDGs, you know, I mean, we do not solve these with the technology and the knowledge of today. We really have to develop new technologies, new impact, try to look at things in a different way. And that's where I think the young people have a chance here. So that, that's what I'm hoping for more is that some of these ideas, I mean, it's still early stage when they leave here. So I think the Unleash Plus was a fantastic initiative where they get a half-year program developing these ideas further. Some of them, hopefully, when they leave there, get 
possibility to get seed funding to establish their own companies. Mm. But also, uh, you know, I mean, it's not even always the winners here. I've seen some of these solutions here which suddenly later on turn out to be, I mean, a big asset and starting a company. And um, so um, that, that's really grateful to see that. We could certainly do more following up from the Secretariat, but that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. And and I know we're here, it's it's middle of December and, and you thank you for painting that picture. But I kind of want to take a little bit of a step back in terms of how did you, from getting to 2016 when this idea was born where give us a little bit about Fleming but your a little bit of your background ultimately led to that moment in 2016 when you're like this there is a need there is a need for this initiative called unleash but sure. get me to that point and then I'd love to hear a little bit ultimately the early days of unleash well my background is professor nanoscience combining physics chemistry biology and molecular biology I was from 2002 until 2012 director for nanoscience center which I actually was the founding director for established that for 10 years uh, when I left there was uh, 150 PhD students associated with iNano Interdisciplinary Nanoscience Center at Aarhus University. Then in 2012, my life basically changed because I was asked to be chairman of Carlsberg, the fourth largest brewer in the world, and also chairman of the foundation, the Carlsberg Foundation. And the reason for that is that the board of the foundation consists of five professors elected from the Royal Danish Academy. And you may say that this is a quite unique governance structure, but that was the governance structure established back in 1876 when the founder of Carlsberg actually donated his brewery to a foundation. So the foundation have two obligations. One of them is being the controlling shareholder of Carlsberg, and the other one is actually giving money back to society. And in the chart of the foundation, it said that the money from the foundation should be giving back to basic fundamental research within natural science, humanity, and social science. So quite a unique structure. And then uh, in 2016, well, I've always worked with young people then. I could see sustainability have only been very close to my heart. And then I got the idea there. Then I said, I moved from science into business. I got the idea that maybe we could develop something like Unleash here. And uh, I talked with different people. I talked with the uh, UNDP. I talked with the Danish Foreign Ministry. I talked with Deloitte at that time. And then uh, we sort of called in people for pitching, for sort of helping me sort of develop the Unleashed program. And Dalberg was sort of coming in and pitching for that. And uh, then basically we developed everything. There was no website. There was no activity cards. There was basically nothing. And the first event took place then in August 2017 in Denmark. Quite successful event, same concept, 1,000 talents from around the world. I think in Denmark in 2017, there was 128 different nations represented. Gender diversity was 50-50, as it should be, average age around 25 years old. One third of the talents at that time was coming from universities, still bachelor, master, PhD student. The other third was recently hired at companies, small or larger company. And I think the last third was sort of entrepreneurs either working in startup companies or had started their own companies. Again, the different tracks was, um, it hasn't changed a lot. So water, energy, food, uh, sustainability, uh, production, uh, climate change, uh, urban sustainability, and um, they were divided up in groups of five, worked on these tracks and so forth. And uh, well, we the decision was to travel around in the world until being in New York in 2030, where hopefully we have solved all the grand challenges in the world. <laughs> this yeah. is the concept of the SDG. This, of course, not happened. 18 Singapore, 19 Shenzhen in China. Same concept again. Of course, it varies from place to place, and there's also the cultural element. If you go to Singapore, if you go to China, go to Denmark, and now in India here, it's important to be all to sort of having sort of a sense of the culture here see some local dancing, getting the local food here, seeing 
whatever. Uh, this afternoon we will go out to the King's Palace here in uh, Bangalore to see that Mysore. So uh, that, that's also important to me. But this concept of bringing people together and, you know, typically these teams are five. I mean, they've never they know each other beforehand. Typically it could be five people from five different co- continents starting working together. That's really uh, very rewarding to see how that develops. And again, I must say, every time I'm very, very surprised that within just a week, when they come here, they formulate a problem. They go into ideation phase, problem framing and so forth, so presenting to judges. I'm very, very surprised to see how far they can get in just a week. It's still very early stage, but still, I mean, it's still very, Gotta very... Gotta start somewhere. Sure, sure. Exactly. And then later on, I think the first time was in China, we developed this Unleashed Pro- Pro- program, realizing that although the ideas was very early on, then bringing them back again, originally the PLUS program was all only for Unleashed uh, alumni, giving them a half-year program and trying to develop it further with mentors and investors and so forth. And uh, that has been a very successful one. Chemonics has been extremely helpful doing that uh, long-term partner. It's really amazing what the the secretariat can do. I, I sure. always say that you are a small organization that yeah. outpunches its yes. weight class. Yes, sure. uh, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. The, the, sure. the impact that sure. they've already sure. had and sure. having sure. multiple of these events. Sure. I think sure. there's been now five sure. in-person sure. events. Sure. Sure. You mentioned there was, there was a, a unique event that happened earlier this year, the first regional event. Exactly. Um, tell me a little bit about how that came to life. And well, overall. as you know, uh, Greenland is still part of the Kingdom of Denmark here. And um, I talk with some people from Greenland and, uh, you know, I mean, Greenland is also, I mean, that's really a place where you really see this climate changing happening with your own eyes. The snow is melting and so forth. And the idea came up, could we have a regional event with only 200 people? Logistically, flying into Nuka up there is somewhat a challenge, so we had to limit it to 200 people. So Arctic region, Canada, US, Greenland, Fairy Island, Iceland, and the Nordic countries, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Finland. Very successful. 40 people from Greenland there. And right now, we're actually working with the government in Greenland, trying to see how we can interplant some of these solutions in the Greenlandic society. So, um, and again, I think that was a great success again. And uh, there could be other regional events arranged somewhere, either in the Arctic region or somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, know I had the fortune of interviewing the Loop Hoop team. Yes, the exactly. On, okay, on fantastic. Podcast. I mean, that, that was fantastic. And, and honestly, you know, I mean, if you sort of, the way they treat wastewater up there, sometimes it's just a tube into the sea. And uh, mm. I think this Loop Hoop is a fantastic one. And therefore, I'm actually talking with the Prime Minister of Greenland right now how we can maybe find a small village up there to implement that solution. Yeah, and I, I really like that. One of the things that I took from their solution was leveraging existing infrastructure and finding a way to take, whether it's the existing tanks and the existing trucks and, and creating a new mini waste collection system without needing exactly. to create something brand sure, new, sure, but just sure, connecting sure, the dots sure, of stuff sure, that already sure, exists. Sure, sure. Yeah, so... Yeah. Was, yeah. Very, I mean, pleasing for that. And we're actually now following up and spending quite a lot of time with the Secretary to follow up. And again, I mean, I think here private-public partnership is very important. Yeah. Finding some local partners in Greenland, uh, finding the Greenland uh, government and so forth here, yeah. and also trying to reach out for funding. One of the things, you know, I spend a lot of time fundraising from year to year, and I really like to see if we could get some more long-term partnerships. Chemonix has been a fantastic support. Novo Nordisk uh, in Denmark have also been a fantastic support. But it would be great for me to have sort of funding where we can make a three-year program where we're going in 23, 24, and 25. And right now, I'm basically fundraising from year to year. Which Why would a company, and why should a company consider getting involved? Well, I think that, I mean, sustainability is in the heart of many companies. And I think, again, being chairman of Carlsberg, I mean, sustainability is not something you have at a separate report. It's fully integrated in your strategy today. 
And uh, I think there's different ways. First of all, the company could come in and help framing some of the challenges with their specific company, having the talents here to come up with some of these solutions here. It could also be a way to talent attraction. I think many companies around the world, I mean, people, people, people. And I think the company which is hiring the best people with the best minds and most innovative, creative people will be the winners in the next century here. So talent attraction is also very important. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, I think a purpose-driven company. I mean, what is the greater purpose for me? And being here and talking to young people and getting input for them, I think, could be rewarding for them. And um, so that that's at least what I'm trying to sell yeah, to I big organizations. And I think Not only foundation, but also real companies, right? So, yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of companies that could benefit from being sure. on the periphery in different exactly. ways in terms of supporting sure. from helping. And the again, the company have the advantage. I mean, if they wish, they can send some of the experts here. The experts can be with the talents here, help sort of framing the solutions here and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a possibility. Well, if you're a medium to large company, I yeah. think there's the opportunity. And then sure. on the small, you mentioned the sure. plus side. Yeah. Um, just to dive back into the plus a little sure. bit. Sure. And, and frankly, actually, a quick even step back a little bit. Yes. Um, this I'm, I'm holding this deck of cards sure. that has a couple of different colors sure. um, and it's the whole Unleash uh, methodology. Sure. And when I first did it in 2019, it was my first time. And I remember feeling like I was going mad in the problem framing <laughs> statement sure. and then just getting frustrated and then sure. falling, going back and then going sure. forward. Sure. But tell me what these cards, you know, how did these come to be? Why the brain power and the thinking behind it? Like, Tell me about these and why why ultimately is it important and, and how is it helping this whole process? Well, I mean, we have very smart people in the Secretariat and these cards were actually developed for the first time, basically, all the way back to 2017. There has been some improvement over the years. And I mean, some people say this is sort of a nano or mini MBA in, in just a week here. But when I talk to many talents, they say, I mean, this is the best ever, ever happened in my lifetime. I actually use this card also in my company coming back here. Because I think that the, one of the very more important phases is the public framing, right? And many people have a tendency to jump into a solution right away. And uh, when I gave my opening speech the other day, I think I quoted Einstein saying that if I have a problem which is very important to me, I would probably use the first 55 minutes just to keep asking questions until I know what is really the problem and then have them maybe the last five minutes to jumping into the solution. So... Again, I mean, it has developed somewhat, but the whole concept of these things, and it's pleasing for me to see now that also these are used even in a business school, like in Seattle and so forth here. And I mean, surely the credit for this goes to some of the smart people in the Secretariat, and we're constantly developing it further. It's good to surround yourself with smart people. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been telling a lot of teams as a facilitator this time of really trust the process. And sure. This is something new, yeah. but it's really important that to, and I've learned to really understand the problem because sure. oftentimes we do start jumping in solutions sure. and maybe starting, maybe unfortunately solving the wrong problem, exactly. which then unfortunately can do more damage. So it does help to take a step back and really understand the problem. And now we're starting to see we're in day three here, maybe day four. I don't know, I keep yeah. losing track. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some companies or some initiatives are starting to go in the ideation phase. Sure. And so then you mentioned earlier, you touched on it, where you can only do so much in a week, but you start to see some initiatives that really start to bud. With the PLUS program, Kim Onyx and, yeah. and Lauren Ariel have done sure. such a great job. What's your vision? And what are your thoughts in terms of how PLUS can be something that continues to take it from these early stages to actually starting to really scale and make tangible social impact in different places around sure. the world. I mean, again, I would like to say again that the partnership with Commonics have been very, very important here, very instrumental. And uh, Jamie, the CEO of Commonics, uh, I met with, and uh, you know, both Ariel and Lauren has been former Unleash Talents uh, facilitators and now doing a great job 
together with Laxby from the Secretariat here on the Odinese Plus. And the idea was again that although a week, I mean, these solutions are sort of early states and we just felt that we could help them further by having, then creating this half-year program here. And again, due to smart people in Secretariat, this was developed here. And, uh, you know, my dream is one day that sort of we uh, try to talk, talk to the World Bank, but not have really managed so far also to have sort of an on-lease uh, fund. So we could actually come with seed funding to some of these companies here and see them develop further because there are certainly potential. And again, I'm, I'm very pleased to see that some of the solutions right now also out of the on-lease is actually able to themselves to go out and get investors on board and so forth. But could we even have sort of a fund where we sort of internally select even the the best 10 or 20 of the plus solutions say okay you can get some seed funding here would help you further that would could might be my dream but uh, yeah. there's always dreams and uh, also room for the improvements and yeah. we're doing that but the feedback i'm getting for the plus here is very very positive i must say i'm speaking into some of the plus where i think chemonics have managed now to bring in an outstanding group of mentors and experts and helping these things and um, i think they're going through five gate processes before they present at the uh, Dragon Dent here, I think, on what would that be Friday, I believe. I'm looking very much forward to that. Yeah, me too. And it's been really special to sure, see sure. the different sure. uh, teams as sure. well as the experts sure. and the mentors exactly. within exactly. that. And I've exactly. been able to... And again, the first time, I mean, the first place where we had the plus was in China. And then, you know, now we've been waiting for three years and very looking forward to see their solutions. Yeah, me too. And I hope also many of the Unleashed talents, they will pitch in the different sections on the morning or the Friday. But in the afternoon, there will be the Dragon Den for the Plus. And really hope also the talents will come back and listen to that because hopefully many of the talents this year would come back as Plus talents next year. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been very helpful to have all the mentors yeah. and experts. And you'd mentioned earlier about sure. the power and diversity. Yes. That's the power sure. of just outside perspe- perspective sure. Sure. To, sure. to continue to not necessarily be married to one idea or one way of doing it. Exactly. But there's really that magic of bringing together different experts, different mentors, different... Sure. Anyone could be an expert sure. in something, but sure. outside opinions to continue to refine sure. and make your idea better so you can actually make the largest amount of impact. But one of the things I would also like to stress, which is becoming more and more evident for me again now walking around the different tracks here, that's actually the facilitators. We have a lead facilitator for each of the seven tracks and we have a lot of other facilitators helping these lead facilitators. They are simply the backbone here because they're sitting down helping them. And when they sort of are frustrated in this uh, problem framing process, I mean, they keep, I mean, they have to go through this gate first, the problem framing, then the ideation phase. The facilitators are playing a crucial role in this year. And we have an outstanding group of facilitators. Some of them are former on-lease alumni. Others are brought in again. And uh, that's really, I'm I'm very thankful to them for their great effort here. Yeah, me too. So I I asked you about earlier your message to the companies, but now I'd love to know what would be your message to someone that has that, that drive in them to want to make a change in the world, that drive to want to help other people and make a difference. What would your message to them be? Well, we have a lot of them here. (laughs) It's really amazing to see and to them, I would say, uh, keep going, right? I mean, I was very disappointed to see COP27 here in uh, Egypt, right? There was really no, I mean, there was was this loss and damage fund established there, but, you know, I mean, really any initiative to cut down on the CO2 emission and green gas, I mean, there was nothing there. And therefore, the world more and more need young people to step up. First of all, come up with a solution, but also, I I mean, listen, it's our world. I mean, uh, we if this global temperature keep racing, I mean, we may come to a point where there's tipping point where there's no return. So also speaking up, not only coming with a solution here, but also use their local environment, talk to NGOs, talk to the political system, talk to their business leaders, say, I mean, we have to change. 
honestly. I mean, if you're not changing, we're on the right, wrong track. I think there's still time to change, but uh, that requires some of the right solution are brought into society. And uh, therefore, I still think there's more room than ever for Unleash, and we should try to scale Unleash even further. Yeah, I could totally Because again, agree. I mean, it's really, I see the young people here because, I mean, you know, I also said in my opening speech, I think every generation have the ethical responsibility to bring the world back, at least in the same state as we received it from our parents. And honestly, sometimes feels that my generation may be the first where this is not happening. So therefore, I really call upon the young people to speak up and raise their voice uh, in a constructive way. I completely agree. And now I want to ask you one sort of final thing. If sure. They say in the colloquial phrase of, of a mic drop sure. or some sort of like final, maybe a favorite quote of yours or something, sure. something that's you would love to leave everyone who's listened to this episode sure. to leave them thinking with. I was a few years ago uh, chairman of a revised report to the Danish government on circular economy. And there was four R's there in the front cover of this report. And that was reduce, reuse, recycle, and rethink. I mean, we simply have to reduce the amount of resources we're taking from the globe. We have to be mid spotter in recycling. But I mean, one of the most important things is actually rethinking. I mean, try to challenge yourself. Try to see, I mean, how can we change the world to the better and more sustainable world? That's very, very important. So this reduce, reuse, was recycling and rethink going into a more circular economy. I, I think that that's really what is driving me every day. Thanks for sharing, Fleming. And I, and I sure can't wait to hear about when and where and the details for 2023. Sure. And, and it's been really exciting to see it start. And I know it's only going to continue to gain momentum moving forward. We have uh, two possibilities. I can't share them with you not right now, but uh, I'm working heavily on it. And I'm really hope to see only scaling even further. We're all very eager and can't wait. And, sure. and Fleming, on behalf of everyone on Unleash, STG, and just anyone in uh, the social impact community, thank you for what you're doing and keep going. Thank you. Thank you. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the SDG Talks podcast. Make sure to check out all the show notes for relevant links from this show. Please share and follow SDG Talks on social media and stay tuned for updates from the Unleash in United Nations community. The goal of the SDG Talks is to bring you good content. So if you want to learn about something specific or have suggestions, please let us know. We look forward to seeing you next time on SDG Talks.